0: Welcome to the Medit Church podcast. Today we're starting a brand new series called "When Pigs Fly." Today's sermon is entitled, "Miracle of Deliverance." We can't wait to dive into today's message, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, I'm excited to start a brand new series today called "When Pigs Fly." So, do you ever believe in miracles? Anybody believe in miracles? Anybody? Anybody? I do. I do. I look. I'll tell y'all guys something. Uh, (laughs) I'm a walking miracle. And so I had a guy one time, we brought him in. He was doing an interview, and uh, when I was a youth pastor, and the guy was coming in to interview for the music, and I sat down with him and the the pastor there, and and we're interviewing this guy. And we're sitting there, and we're asking him questions, and we're talking to him, and the guy's super nice. We're enjoying the meal, and he said, you know what? He said, you know how you know you're a walking miracle? I said, how's that? He said, because God could have killed you a long time ago, but he decided not to to keep you around so he had somebody to laugh at. Y'all can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> but I was so dumbfounded when he said it. I'm like, dude, you realize that you're in a like interview, right? <laughs> I'm interviewing you. I'm part of the interview. I have a say whether you're going to get hired or not. What? How are you going to say that to me? How are you going to say that? What? What's up, man? How are you going to do it? <laughs> But anyway, that's just a little comical joke I had. But today's sermon is entitled, Miracle of Deliverance. Deliverance. And so, hey, have you ever made the sarcastic mark of when pigs fly? When pigs fly. Anybody ever said that? Well, when pigs fly, this will happen. Or this will happen when pigs fly. So I'm going to give you just a couple. Something like this that may never happen. Or maybe you said it. (laughs) All right, y'all ready for this? Y'all check this out. Her crazy mom said that being lazy, uh, this says Megan here, but Megan is going to be rich one day for sure. So her crazy mom said that, that being so lazy that she's going to be rich one day for sure and without any hard work. So Megan's mom here, or Megan thought that she was going to have all this great stuff. She was going to be rich without any hard work. And her mom was like, yeah, when pigs fly. And so, and wait got to, I got another, I, got another. I, I swear some of these are not corny. <laughs> I asked my boss if I could go on a two month vacation, and he said, when pigs fly. So, you know what I did? <laughs> I got a pig, I put some wings on it, and I pushed it off the cliff. I didn't do it. I'm just kidding. Y'all need to, y'all get the tin man, get the oil. Y'all need to lighten up a little bit this morning. <laughs> It's hot outside. I got the air conditioning flowing. As hard as it'll blow, y'all, y'all got to cool down with me. <laughs> All right. Maybe you've said this. Maybe you have somebody to come out and do some work for you. Maybe it's been a relative or a friend, and they said, hey, he'll pay you back that money. <laughs> when pigs fly. <laughs> All right. Amen. Anybody ever had that happen? All right. All right. All right. I think I'll, this is, this is a big one for me, and Tasha'll tell you, <laughs> I think I'll start working on my project. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'll get it tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, when pigs fly. <laughs> when pigs fly, you'll start that project. <laughs> Do you think our team will win the competition? Yeah, when pigs fly. <laughs> Listen, my basketball team when I grew up, man, we sucked. When did tell y'all? And if he told y'all we're gonna win the championship, <laughs> when pigs flow, they would have won it. We would have won that big championship when the pigs flown because, man, we were just terrible. We were just horrible, like the worst basketball team in the world, but, hey, at least we were a team, right? All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll give you all one more. All right. All right. Someday I'm going to become a successful actor. (laughs) Yeah, right, when pigs fly. (laughs) So, those are just some corny things we found on the old uh, www.medicchurch.com, not but uh, World Wide Web. <laughs> I can put those on the church website if you want me to, but. <laughs> But y'all, I want to tell y'all some other things about miracles. Today, we're starting this brand new series, and uh, it's actually going to be a five-week series, and we're going to insert something special for Father's Day. Again, you do not want to miss out what we're going to be announcing. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to take our church to the next level, and I'm super pumped up about some of these things uh, that God is doing in our lives and here at Medic Church. I'm super pumped up about all these things. Some of these things are miracles within themselves. You know, I, I remember back when we looked and we launched last year on March 1st of 2020. And two weeks later, we were in the unknown of what we were going to be doing because everything shut down. And we were told that we couldn't have church and we couldn't meet in person. It was just a a train wreck. And, you know, we were two weeks from trying to determine whether we were going to have to close the doors of the church. I was in the rough decision that I was going to have to be making. But God prevailed and he performed miracle after miracle and blessed us in so many ways. And here we are still standing strong. And we're super glad that you guys are here. And so somebody asked me, said, well, how's the church going? I said, it's doing good, man. I said, we're growing each week. Slowly, slow and steady wins the race, right? And so Dave's like, well, well, well how's, how long y'all been open? I said, well, technically, I said, we launched March 1st of 2020. I said, but if you want to look at it in retrospect, I said we've really been open for three months. I said because we have had to reset everything, and so <laughs> we've kind of relaunched everything since the restrictions and things have all been uplifted up and things have been getting better. And so that's awesome to hear. That's awesome news. Uh, you know, glad that seeing things are getting back to some normalcy. And so uh, we've really been back at this thing for three months strong. And so I'm and again, God's doing some awesome things, and it's allowing us to be able to do more in our community. Uh, one thing that we're big on here is. Uh, building relationships with our community we love our community and so um, but we are a walking miracle and so I, I tell you guys so what is exactly a miracle what is a miracle is it just something that's coincidental something that just happens is it just things that just anything anybody anybody what they call a miracle baby does anybody know what that means that you wasn't supposed to live, but things happen. And uh, I got some friends that they're miracle babies. My cousin is what they call a miracle baby. He wasn't supposed to live, but God intervened and God touched his life. But there's four types of miracles that I want to show you guys. It's the miracle of healing, healing, the miracle of being touched by God and that healing process, the miracle of protection. I thank God for his protection each and every day. I drive. Uh, we got this app called uh, Life 360, and it's pretty cool because we can see where I'm at, and we see where we're driving, and, and Tasha can tell how fast I'm going, and she can tell when I stop for so long, and it's a really cool thing. Or We got it set up to where if you, when we get home, it gives us an alert, or if I get to work, it gives us an alert. It's a pretty cool app. And so, uh, uh, but there's times that, that I feel like that, that it's there for my protection, it helps me because if I get in an accident, it's going to alert her, and it's going to say, hey, you're here. You've are you're, you're, you're been in an accident. Send me help, and it's going to give her an exact location where I'm at. So I love that, and I believe that, that God really protects me. And, and in that uh, app, it gives us so many miles uh, that it tells me how many miles I drive every week bless me and I pray that God protects me each and every day And there's been times that I've been driving down the road and it's been because of miracles that God has protected me because I should have been in an accident and then there's miracle provisions provisions and the miracles of deliverance now (laughs) deliverance that dark 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 stuff deep stuff y'all wrote a movie one time (laughs) I had to back up on it because it was a little too dark. <laughs> what do you mean dark? He was too, he was creepy. And so I don't know if you guys know this, but I am in the process of writing a movie, and it's a Christian-based movie. It's a low-budget film, and so I'm excited about it. And If you guys want to be involved in it, y'all just let me know. But, <laughs> but I had to rewrite it because there were things that I had in there that was probably just a little too far. And what I mean by that is just because, you know, we're all about pushing the limits here but you know we want to be able to do things in in the biblical sense but but i was like "Mm, this may be a little too far but anyway god's delivered us out of bad things god's delivered us out of situations and i want to tell you guys the greatest trick the devil has ever tried to pull the greatest the biggest the biggest one that he's ever tried to pull is to convince the world that he doesn't exist greatest trick that the devil has ever tried to do is convince us that he doesn't exist. Anybody ever heard that? You'd be talking to somebody, and you'd be like, man, the devil, he's working my nerves today. you talk talking about ain't no such thing as no devil. How you going to tell me he's the devil? Uh, and we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, but y'all ever heard the saying, the devil made me do it? <laughs> Anybody ever use that word? Oh, the devil made me do it. But see, the world is trying, you know, he's tried to convince the world that he doesn't exist that there's powers out there that doesn't exist. those demonic spirits that are going on in this world. He's trying to convince us that it's okay and that he truly doesn't exist. But it tells us in Ephesians 12 here, it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Pastor Mike, I thought you wanted to feel good churches. No, not quite. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about some deep stuff today. So, you hold on to your seats. So, what is a demon? What is a demon? What is this demonic spirit that's out there? You know, is it just the spirit of a dead person? Is it a fallen angel? What is it? What, is, what exactly is a demon? I don't know about y'all. I share this with you. So one of the main reasons I don't watch scary movies anymore, If I used to be hardcore. I'll tell you, I love scary movies. Had all kinds of collections, and I had all kinds of movies. Now, if you watch scary movies, I'm not. That's my conviction that God has on my my life, and and, and you know that's between me and God. And I'm saying watching scary movies are bad. So y'all hear me out. But I'm going to tell you that that I was so deep and involved in it, there were demonic spirits that were in my house. And I felt demonic spirits through these movies when when we were sitting there. I mean, ungodly things would take place and and you know, just unquestionable things like that don't make sense. It's because I had this demonic spirits within my house. And then God said, Hey, you gotta get rid of it. You gotta get these things out of your house. And I took all of them, Toss will tell you, I dug a hole out in our backyard, I dug it deep, and I threw everything in there and I burned them all up. And it, and it would blow your mind the color of the flames that come out of this, uh, this pile of rubble of all these movies because of the evil demonic stuff that was coming out. But what is a demon? The Bible tells us that demons are fallen angels. Well, how do I know this? Because in Isaiah 14, it talks about Lucifer, which is the devil. Now, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but Lucifer, or the devil, was, was like God. And he wanted to be like God. He Actually, he wanted to be more powerful than God. Now, listen. One of us, all of us have one thing in common. One thing in common. We all love what? Music. We all love music. Now, we may not like the same type of music, but we all love music, right? We all like different things. We like different noise. Like me and my brother growing up, I was like deaf core rock and rap, and that was me, and he was into like classical music, like violins, and I'm like, how do you listen to that? Like, I'm over here listening to some hardcore death and going to sleep, and he's over there listening to classical music. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Stop it. <laughs> but but, but see, but Lucifer was, was the prince in heaven, and he was in charge of music. I don't know about you guys, but your music that you're listening to will influence you. It will influence what's coming out of you, what you're listening to, what you're bringing in, what you're hearing is going to eventually come out. Pastor Michael, how do you know that? Because I'm a living proof that that will happen. Oh, my exes come from the wrong places. <laughs> but see, but see, but the devil he decided, hey, I'm going to overthrow God. I want to be more powerful than God. I'm going to take him out. So he went to all of his little buddies and he's like, hey, man, listen, let's take out God. Let's overthrow him. Let's overthrow the throne. We're gonna take over. I wanna be, we wanna be, listen, you do this, I got a special spot for you. <laughs> See, God's like, uh uh, he already knew. You ever try to do something your parents already knew you was gonna do it? <laughs> and they already tell you <laughs> like my kids, they stay nine and six. I'm like, listen, just go ahead and do it because I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna prove a point here. <laughs> really? Yeah, Ariel? Don't do that. It's going to hurt. I'm telling you, don't do it. And then she does it anyway. I knew what she was going to do. I knew she was going to. I'll tell you, Lily wanted to try hot sauce one time. I told her, I said, Lily, I'll let you try it. You want to try it? Okay. And I didn't try it or let her try something stupid hot. But anyway. But, but she, she's like, she's like, Dad, I want to try it. It's going to be hot. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to give you indigestion. It's going to give you heartburn. It's going to hurt. I'm telling you, Listen. I just let her do it anyway. I just let her do it. I just go on and do it because I already knew. See, God already knew what the plan was. God's already 10 steps ahead of you. Tasha, me and her were talking yesterday, and she was like, hey, I think this, 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 and this. I said, Tasha, I'm already 10 steps ahead of you. I'm already ahead of you. See, God was already ahead of the plan here. And see, he decided, and it tells us, <laughs> that Jesus, I mean, not Jesus, God here, King Lucifer, and a third of the, of the angels here, Out of heaven. And that third become demons. Demonic spirits. Pastor Michael, I come here to listen to a feel-good message. I got some hope for you. Now bear with me. See, I want you all to know something. There's one devil now. There's one Lucifer. There's one evil doer spirit. There's one big top-notch dog. and It's called Lucifer. It's the devil. There's one of him. But there's many demons. There's many demons out there. That's why I truly believe that that's why we get attacked all the time from different angles and different situations because there's many demons after us. And especially if you're walking the right walk in Christ. And when you're walking through this life and you're trying to do the right thing, that's when it seems like you're getting attacked from every which side. The told me one time, she said, Man, Ever, the harder I try to be a Christian, the harder I try to read my Bible, the harder I try to pray, the harder it seems to get in my life. It's because the powers of these, uh, these demonic spirits know what the power of the Bible holds. They know what the power that prayer does. And they're trying to do everything that they can to get us not to follow God. Now, I'm going to show you guys something. There's two big mistakes with demons here. There's two big mistakes here. We overemphasize demonic influences. We overemphasize... Now, they must just hide under a the rock. <laughs> they over there. They ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Listen, I went out there. I told y'all I'll go. Went out there. I bought, I bought three outfits. I bought a purse. I went out to the beach. Man, devil made me do it. He made me spend all my money. He told me I'd had enough in the bank account. And now I can't find my life, Bill. Lord Jesus, that devil made me do it. That demonic spirit. <laughs> he, he just had to get me over there. He got me. He got me all worked up. They had a two-for-one special on them. Oh uh, shoot, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Name Brand person. Somebody tell me. Coach, somebody got, they had a two-for-one special on Coach Purchase. I had to buy them. Master Michael, you know you didn't need that new sand system, but the devil made me do it. I had to get it. I had to have my sub thumping in the truck. But see, not every problem is caused by demons. Not every problem that we have is caused by demonic spirits. See, when I went over there to the buffet, when I went over there to the golden crowd, the devil didn't tell me to go up there and get four cookies. When we done that series a few months ago, he didn't tell me to go over there and get 10 fortune cookies from a Chinese restaurant. He didn't tell me to go up there. It wasn't the demons that taught some of this stuff. And see, we try to put, man, the devil made me do it. The devil told me that if I drove my car and I kept driving it and it kept going to eat it, I wouldn't run out of gas. And I'd be able to find it. The devil is a liar. <laughs> see, sometimes we put these overemphasis on demonic things. Get a flat tire... That's the devil's fault. It's the demons' fault. Got a flat tire now, and I'm gonna be late for work. No, you probably should have been doing regular maintenance on your car. Check it out. <laughs> but we also, we overemphasize. Sometimes we underemphasize too. Demonic influences that we have. You guys know not every problem out there is the devil's fault. It's demonic spirits' faults. See, we have more problems than we realize that are caused by demonic forces as well. When we're sitting there we're all alone, ain't nobody around. We got these cool little devices and we're on there and we know there ain't nobody looking. I'm going to go to here, I'm going to hit my uh, Facebook, not Facebook, but I'm going to hit my um, internet app and I'm going to go to www.whateveriwantalookat.com. Now I'm going to watch what I want. I'm going to be tempted. See, some of these things are forces that we don't even realize. We get caught up in those moments. So what do demons do? What exactly do demons do then? Demons tempt you to sin. Woo! It's a temptation to sin. See, let's look at 2 Timothy 2 and 26. And that's... And that they will come to their senses and escape from the traps of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. See, the enemy and the devil wants us, wants us to be influenced. This the, last, the last series we talked about, I don't even forgot what it was. <laughs> Y'all help me. Different, to be indifferent, not to be of this world. Y'all, it's been a long week. This last week, I tell y'all, it seems like it's been like four weeks. It's been crazy. (laughs) So y'all bear with me. But see, see, we have to be different. We can't conform to this world. We can't be like this world. We have to be different. The Bible tells us we're to be set apart from this world. And And so when it tells us here in 2 Timothy... That that we have to come to our senses. We have to get when we realize that we're sinning, we have to escape from it. We have to get as far away as we can from it. We have to get away and run as far as the east as from the west, from it. Because he's out here. He wants us to say, Hey, well, you deserve this. They've done me wrong, so they deserve for me to get back at them. They, 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 they mm. You know, I got I got to go over here, I got to smoke it because all my friends are doing it. I, I gotta I gotta go out here and drink it because all my buddies are out partying. I wanna be involved in that. I gotta take that shot. I gotta ingest this into my arm. I have to do it because all my buddies are doing it. I deserve to be popular, I deserve this. This is what the temptations that the devil is gonna put in our mind. He's gonna try to change our mindset. See, Sometimes we think that we won't get caught. Oh, I can beat it. I can get out of these traps. I can get out of these situations that I'm in. I can beat the, the, the statistics. I won't be the number. It's not a big deal. Again, everybody else is doing it. Why can't I do it? That's the temptations that the enemy wants us to do. See, demons distract us. Distract you from God's will. Demons distract you from God's will for me that, that, that God had a purpose. He had a plan. He had a calling on my life. Share just a little bit about my story is, is that God, um, because of my great-grandmother's faith and my grandma's faith, that it was prophesied to both of them that their sons and their sons would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ And it's fallen true that their sons and and her sons and and, and me are preaching the gospel. My dad's preaching the gospel. My brother's preaching the gospel. I'm preaching the gospel. We're all preaching God's word because it was prophesied to them. But God had a big calling. He had a big purpose. But the enemy wanted to distract us. Last year, he wanted to distract us. And say, hey, you're not going to be worthy enough. The enemy tried to distract us and say, hey, the COVID's here. You guys ain't going to be able to make it. You're not going to get out of the financial situation that you're in. You're not going to be able to keep the doors open. And he kept telling us over and over, every stumbling block that we hit, the enemy's like, see, I tried to tell you. The people that are around us that were supposed to be our biggest supporters were the ones that were criticizing us the most. And saying, hey, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. And these people tried to influence us. But it was these demonic spirits that were truly the ones who were trying to distract us. Because as in 1 Timothy 4 and 1, the spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith or uh, deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Now, I'm getting ready to tear some people's worlds up. So y'all, hold on. See, this right here makes perfect sense in 2021. Y'all look at things going on all the way around us. Look at this month in general. Look at things in the last two days, three days that have been taking place by whatever this month they want to call it and pride it out to be. But that's all demonic spirits. See, the world's going to tell us, hey, these things are okay. You're going to have people that's grown up in church their entire life and been taught the word of God and know the word of God. And they're going to abandon their faith. They're going to know that the word, and you know, it tells us that if you steal these words of my heart, you won't sin again. God there's gonna be people that still are gonna turn away from their faith they're gonna know right from wrong they're gonna know the Bible I have people that are on my Facebook friends list that I know grew up in church I know they had a good on fire spirit of God and they've walked away because they've been taught by demonic spirits and deceiving spirits hey those things ain't real those things that you experienced ain't real those things that you had growing up, they, they're not real. Here, we're going to take you into college, and we're going to teach you what we want to teach you. We're going to push our agenda. And I truly believe that's what this world is doing. They're trying to, to push their agenda and saying all these things that are bad and evil and demonic that are okay. I truly believe that we're living in the last days. Pastor Michael, they've been saying that for hundreds of years. Well... That is true. I heard it all my growing up, but I truly believe some of the things that they're prophesied in the Bible are playing out right before our eyes. So I want you guys to, 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 if you're struggling and you're trying to figure out what road you're on, you need to pull a hard road back to the right and pull a hard road and say, hey God, forgive me. I'd rather take my chances and, and say, hey, I'm gonna follow God and be wrong than I ever would not to follow God and be wrong. Somebody asked me that one time. I so said, how do you know this is real? I said, well, I've seen things. I said, but at the end of the day, I said, I truly, all I can do is just tell you what I believe. I said, I don't have, like, hardcore, I never died and <laughs> been there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, but here's the thing. I said, I said, look at it like this. I said, if I die and there's no heaven, then I've lived a pretty good life i tried to treat others right. i tried to live out our message about building relationships and loving our community and loving people we come in contact with. I said, I've lived a pretty good life. I said, but, but here's the thing. I said, what if I'm right and you're wrong? I'd rather be on the other side saying that, hey, at least I did what God's called me to do and try to live my best and live it up and then be wrong than I ever would to hear those words, depart from me, I never knew you. That would be horrible. One of the worst things I think anyone could ever hear. Let's continue. So so some people want to tell you that the Bible's not true. They're going to tell you that you don't need to go to church. I read something the other day that, that people want to say that, that the biggest thing right now was the restrictions. People keeping people out of church. This virus was big. I wish I could find it. And read exactly what they said. But, but stand by. Y'all doing all right today? (laughs) Hope I'm not beating up on you too bad. Thank God for Facebook. Anyway, uh, so, so they were talking about that the biggest fear and the biggest distraction was not to this virus, this big thing that was coming out, but the biggest thing was keeping people distracted from coming to church getting their mindsets out where they don't have to be in this building. They don't have to have corporate worship where they can just stay online. Because what happens is, is yeah, I'm glad that we have an online campus, but what happens is people come complacent and saying, oh, well, well, I don't have to get up in the morning. I know they got online service. I'll get up and worship with them. Well, that started out fine, and we talked about this in a couple of series ago, and that started out good, and, and, and they started saying, okay, well, I'll catch it. And then they started sleeping in, and they said, oh, they'll have the replay up. I'll just watch it later on, and they may get you know, oh, I miss it this week. I'll catch up next week. And, and then the slowly but surely, they started getting their distance further and further away from God. And that's what the enemy wants us to do. We want to try to, he wants us to try to make our own path. The Bible tells us there's only one way to heaven. It's through the Father. That we give ourselves and we say, Jesus, I'm sorry, forgive me of my sins. demons influence suffering. Matthew 4, 15, 17, and 18. It says, Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. Jesus says, bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demons, and it came out of the boy in his wounds, or he was healed at that moment. I want you guys to know that Satan's mission is, is to do nothing more than to steal, kill, and destroy each and every one of us. That's his mission. If he can get inside of us, and he can, if he can break up what's going on inside of us, he's got us. Why are families suffering today? is because the enemy has gotten inside of our families and destroying the families within. That's why we oftentimes see a lot of things that we're seeing. We oftentimes see a lot of depressions. We oftentimes see a lot of suicidal thoughts we oftentimes feel desperate and longing after God because the enemy is trying to get in our minds to steal our joy, to steal our passion. Y'all need to be here in two weeks. I'm getting ready to reveal something that's going to shake this nation, <laughs> especially this community. See, the devil wants to destroy our marriages because, again, he knows if he can get into the families. If he's got the families, he's got the world. If he's got the kids, he's got the world. If he's got the kids, he can manipulate them and do what he wants. That's why it's so important for us as parents and as families to show that same love and that passion for God outside, that we do at church inside the home. We need to be reading our Bibles, praying with our families, sit down, open up God's Word. Pastor Michael, they won't sit there. They want to play their Nintendos. Well, cut the Nintendos and the game systems off and shut it down and put your family down at the dinner table and sit there and read God's Word. Pray in front of your family. Live out the message that you're living. Guess what? These things are of this world. They'll pass by. What well, but my kids ask me all the time. Well, what do they do? What, what do you want me to do if I take your tablet, your your phone? I didn't have this growing up. You no, know we didn't. We went out rode bikes until the lights come on, and we had to be home. I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. <laughs> see, I want you guys also to know, see, I, I know I kind of beat you down a little bit here, but I'm going to tell y'all some good stuff right now. This is getting good, so y'all hold on. So you have a miraculous, miraculous authority in the name of Jesus. Each one of you had this power with inside of each and every one of us, and it's called the name of Jesus. Y'all want to talk about some power. When we did the power series, there's power in the name of Jesus, and I truly believe that, that we have the power to overcome each and everything. See, we aren't just fighting with our powers. I can get up here and I can tell you guys why bench-pressed 500 pounds. I didn't. But uh, I can tell you guys all day, I bench-pressed all this weight, and I looked buff, I looked ripped. But it's not my power alone that I can get up here and fight off these spiritual enemies. But it's the power that Christ has given each one of us. Each one of you have the power of Christ with inside of you. Matthew 10 and 1 says, Jesus called his 12 disciples and he gave them authority to drive out impulse spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. I'll paint a picture for you. See, a police officer doesn't have power to make a car stop. You don't have the power and then blue lights come on and that cop's coming after you. He don't, have, you don't, he don't have the power to stop you. But he has the authority to stop you. We have the authority to stop things that are going on in our life. We have the authority to overcome things. I'm going to close with this. We have the power within inside of us. We have the authority to start saying to our bills, "Hey, I want you to be enriched." I have the power to say, "Hey, I don't want to get. I got to get through these tough times." You have the power within inside of you to have your joy restored back inside you. You have the power to say to these bad spirits, "Hey, I don't want you to be in my life." Online campus, you have the power within inside of you to overcome things that you're dealing with. You have the power over darkness. When this world tells you, you don't mean nothing. When this world tells you, you're not going to make it. You're going to have the power within inside of you to say, hey, I'm going to overcome this world in the name of Jesus. Some of us need to say, right now, you may be battling anxiety. Start saying, I have the power in Jesus to be healed. I want to be healed from anxiety. Start proclaiming it in Jesus' name. Quit worrying about what the doctor says. Doctors are great. I, I, and I believe that doctors have great intentions But I know the man of the man that can heal our bodies and touch our spirits. If you're dealing with emotional suffering, seek counsel. Go talk to a counselor, but there's power in Jesus. There's power in the name that can say, hey, I want my joy back. I want my uh, integrity back. I want my happiness back. Maybe your child's rebellion and he's being like I talked about. Take those things. You can tell them they may be upset, they may be angry, but start saying, I want God to protect my children in the name of Jesus because we have power in the name of Jesus. Your marriages may be be struggling. Start proclaiming victory in the name of Jesus. Start rebuking the devil because we have the power inside us. See, I want you guys to look at this. One last verse, John 1 and 5. It says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Who is the light? Jesus is the light. He's the way, the truth and the light. Go in a dark room, you flip on a light switch, what happens? The light begins to take over the darkness. And I truly believe today that some of you may be in a spot that you're saying, hey, I'm struggling with things. I'm dealing with things. I'm dealing with issues. But you all have something with inside of you and all you have to do is call on the name of Jesus and truly believe and start speaking those things, speaking that light out and that darkness will begin to fade all the way around you you guys don't mind if you'll stand with me and I love one thing and I say this a lot, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and I truly believe that fight for victory, fight each and every day for that victory and I truly believe we will see victories be made. Let's pray this morning. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. I want to thank you for everyone that's here on our online campus, God. God, we may be dealing with things. We may be de- dealing with these spiritual battles that are coming every which way, God. When these demonic spirits, it kind of get us from every corner, God. God, let us know and reassure us that we have the power in the name of Jesus. And that's what we need to start proclaiming today. I have power over whatever, God. I want to encourage you to start revealing things to each person in here and on our online campus and watch this later on or listen, God. That they'll start, you'll reveal to them what they need to start proclaiming victory over. God, you can do more in a moment than I can do in 10,000 lifetimes. But God, we have the power with inside of us and the authority to say to these things, be moved. God, begin to move mountains today. Lord, somebody don't know you, let them know all they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And, and, and help me when the enemy tells me that I don't mean nothing. And I begin to struggle and want to go back to my own ways, God. Keep me strong. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining in on the Medichurch podcast. Don't forget, you can submit your prayer request by going to www.medichurch.com. Our team is standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. All right, join us back next week as we talk about part two of our new series, When Pigs Fly, called A Miracle of Healing. All right, we'll see you soon.